I'm Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with Nurse Erica. We're Nurses Uncorked, the podcast that takes nursing facts with nursing comedy and makes a little cocktail out of it. All right, so do you want to, y'all want to hear my um, uh, dating yeah. fiasco? I, I know a little bit, but I don't even know the whole thing of it. But I know that it is quite the tale. So please. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was, it was scandalous. So it was back in 1981. No, just kidding. It wasn't that long ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) this was about, uh, it was 13 years years ago ago now. So, um, whatever the hell year that is, um, 13 years ago. So I, um, a minute, I'm going to be very honest here with people. I was, um, a nurse on the unit and I had been a nurse there for, um, a long time already. I was already uh, worked there for about 13, 14 years. Yeah, that's about right. I'm doing my math. Um, so I was a seasoned nurse on the same unit, same place. Um, so I knew everybody. Everybody L&D, knew me. right? Yep, labor and delivery. Um, and um, had a lot of great friendships um, with people. Had a very, very dear, uh, well, not at the time, she was dear. Um, <laughs> friend best friend um who (laughs) her husband and me and my husband had at the time because i was was married um i've been married twice so i'm talking about my first marriage um we're all best of friends like i'm talking we had kids the same age we were best of pals at work um she was um assistant uh well, she was the lead charge nurse on the unit. Okay, let's put it that way. And she okay. did all the schedules, vacation approvals. So I had an in for everything. Like, it was like a, dr- a dynamic dream come true, you know? Yeah, I had a best friend who was lead charge nurse. Um, you know, she'd even remind me, you need to put in our request. You know, like we'd plan trips together. It's been, it's six months to the day. Put it in before somebody else. And, you know, I, I got privileges. I did, you know. Um, uh, my assignments, she would help me out and be like, do you want that one or that one? I, you nice. know, I got to give you something. But so, yeah, it was pretty Not good. fair, was but good. nice for you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's the reality of nursing. Yeah. Yeah. Nurses, uh, They have their favorites, for sure. Yeah. So it. It, it was good um and we had a great everybody we had a great friendship i had a couple to hang out with me and my husband had a couple to hang out with but um what a lot of people didn't know was that me and my husband at the time our our marriage was it wasn't like volatile or um we were just a, we had a friendship we um were great friends even best friends we're still very dear friends i mean he is somebody that uh, you'd love to sit down and watch TV with and drink beers and giggle. Um, but our relationship was based on on friendship, and especially after the years, um, you know, without getting into too many details, but we were already sleeping in separate rooms. Um, our, well, we weren't fighting, so and we were raising it was, our kids. It was on we the were, way to being over at that point. Yeah. This one day, <laughs> this new doctor what comes happened? on... Yeah, this new doctor comes on the unit. Um, he's been hired by one of the busiest um, OBGYN groups in the area. Um, and, uh, you, you know, and I don't know if places you've worked, Erica, a lot of doctors aren't that attractive. 
Like, there's not many. So when one comes around, oh, it you is notice. all the all the girls notice, right? Oh, yeah. Like, whether you're married or not, it's the oh, talk yeah. of the of the Absolutely. unit. Like, did you see, you know, Doctor? Like, yeah. wow, you know, because yeah. um, it's like eye candy, right? Like, yeah. so I didn't think anything of it other than you know that he's a attractive he guy and he's yeah um and we all just kind of giggled about it um but as um time went on and this kind of brings me to the the feeling of the testing the waters with flirting okay i will say okay. is what my now husband did back then um he would do little things like so the doctors got free food and drinks like from the uh, cafeteria right he would they purposely... get fed not the nurses right oh yeah always no. but he always. would specifically go and get me like a diet pepsi or diet um soda and leave yeah. a little note for nurse jessica as time went on um i got to know him better because we did lots of deliveries together you know that kind of stuff and yeah um he was more a little bit more more flirty and i was i think liking the attention like i wanted to feel that you, again you want to feel desired and special i just felt that i was i was longing for intimacy i mean I, we're all human beings and yeah. um anyways long story short um we started dating um but the first time that i ever crossed the line meaning i had i had kissed my now husband i went mm-hmm. and immediately told my now ex-husband i wasn't like okay. i don't want people to think that i was some um one of those people that's like i'm going to stay married and and uh, right. and save face right. i knew that I that judgment, you know, we've all been in situations that are sticky. I knew you know? that that, um, like, that was the day. A kiss is still that's cheating. I mean, I, in my eyes, yeah. it is. Um, yeah. But I knew there wasn't any going back from that. Like, I okay, wait. But was the kiss at work? No. As much as people oh, was no nope, okay no nope, it okay it was it was not actually. Um, I, I went out with one of my girlfriends one night and, um, uh, one of the girls from my work and he had mentioned that night that he was going out with one of, oh, his friends that was getting divorced. They were having a divorce party, which was kind of weird. Um, and me and my friend ended up <laughs> meeting, um, them out, like just to, we were out at mutual, like the, there's a mall in Tampa and they happened to be nearby yeah. so we met up at a place and um so it just kind of happened but I didn't think like oh this is like I'm gonna be in a relationship with this man it wasn't that it was just I knew like oop I did something wrong there was attraction yes and, yeah and yeah. okay so um immediately told my husband and um he he wanted to work on things and I knew that it it wasn't gonna work so yeah. um that's where things turned ugly so immediately because my ex-husband was was hurt you know um he went and told my best friend who was the charge nurse 
um, and her husband, because we were all, remember, yeah. great friends yeah. um, at the time. So I knew it was going to go one of two ways. Either my best friend was going to be in my corner and ultra supportive and like, oh my gosh, like, tell me what's going on. Or she was going to be pissed and she was pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that starts the beginning of a horrible horrible um year for me um where i went from having the best assignments the cushiest assignments the ideal work yes um i was nitpicked micromanaged at that point then she was starting to do the um uh the write-ups so she was now in charge of Seeing who the chart your friend the charge yes was doing the yes work. she had taken on um, this Fun. role and was oh. grooming to be assistant manager okay so her t- oh god the timing oh yeah right oh. Um, and she was ve- was not supportive at all because you know and in hindsight you know I uh, in her eyes I had ruined what we had the yeah like you disrupted the apple cart right for her life I did. because you were you were the couple. The two couple friends, you know, every couple has a couple that they, like, hang out with that are besties, right? And you ruined that, essentially, for her. But she could have been a supportive friend and, you know, like, gone out, sat down with you and been like, what's going on, you know? But instead, she chose... And what's what's really... (laughs) She chose violence. What's really weird about that is you know nobody knew at none of the other nurses knew at work and she chose to have a blow up with me at the nurses station in front of everybody there and spilled the beans on what was going on um okay that's so unprofessional that should not have happened absolutely it was unprofessional and I was I was devastated but at the same time um people can spin it however they want um they can be like yeah how dare you because you're seen it doesn't matter you're seen I was seen as a trampling um whore I I don't know however you want to look at it like yeah and yeah of everybody on that unit I had maybe one or two nurses that still stood in my corner and um to me that's a friend that didn't they're like all I want that'll stick with you when all I want mm -hmm. is for you to be happy like if you're not happy in the life that you're in um then whatever that life is going to be you need to you know um but everybody else turned their backs on me they all I mean it I was because of her being in charge of all of these assignments and the write-ups um my mother at the same time was dying of ovarian cancer. So um, I was going through um, a revelation of life is short um, and that if you're not happy in the life that you're in, um, you could be gone tomorrow, you know? And all of these things, so I was the primary caregiver for my mom as she's dying, as I'm going through a divorce, as I'm newly flirty datey with this new doctor, um, I didn't know that yeah. that would ever Everything lead anywhere. all at once. So I would literally have to go before work to my mom's house 
to either start an IV on her because um, she was so dehydrated from vomiting or um, because at that point hospice wasn't like around the clock they'd come like weekly kind of things um, so yeah. I would I would work 12 hour days have to check on her in the morning check on her in the afternoon so I was so exhausted that I was late many times one or two minutes sometimes five minutes um, but there were many days that I, I was late and everybody knew what I was going through with my mom but you know that she was terminal I mean she that they knew she wasn't gonna gonna make it and my best friend knew that um, but she was so hell-bent on trying to get me out of there and get me fired that I literally was written up three times in one week for being late okay so here's how it went I was late one day okay the next day she had the write-up ready to go but I didn't work that next day right so the next day that I came in I was late again by two minutes okay and so she noticed it had another write-up so they called me into the office and presented me with two write-ups to sign I was like don't you normally put these on group it together that's what they normally did and she's like well no because um we're checking more frequently so within the span of a week I was on um, because I was already on first written warning okay I, I already had that or whatever so she added two more and I was immediately on final written warning so it was if you make like overnight yeah if you make any mistake between now and one year from now no matter what it is one mistake at work you will be Mm -hmm. your job is terminated right so and the stress of working under that oh my gosh so yeah I instead I mean I was angry I was very angry because I'm like you guys don't nobody is sympathetic that uh, I mean literally my I'm going through a divorce my mom is dying like I, I'm trying my best here people it's not like I, I I'm a minute or two late and it was like sorry we can't distinguish right. like what and I understand that I know late is late like I get that but I I came from a man like managers and stuff in the past like they weren't auditing people's clock-ins every every day like it would be like every month or every two months and then they bring you in and they group it together and they'd be like get it together here you know well and did they tell you that you could apply for fmla um yes and i did i ended up applying for fmla at that point um so i was able to when i had to for that next year call off when it was something with my mother but think of anything else though um, if I yeah. were to accidentally uh, mislabel, let's say, a placenta bag, like, oh, or if you didn't put two labels, anything. Oh, it was for anything, anything. not just tardy. Yeah, it, it, uh, it could be, if I was written up at that point for anything, so if my charting. If you forgot to unclamp the piggyback, and that's technically a med error. Yeah, yeah. I could have, I would have lost my job. So instead of feeling defeated, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, and I said, I am going to be perfect. I don't care what it takes. I will not let them find one thing wrong with me. I totally get that because I was in a similar situation. Take out the the husband part. And I was like under the microscope, you know. And I was like, okay, watch me be perfect. 
watch me yep. not make a single mistake. And you know what? I didn't. Me neither. But it nearly killed me. Me too. Because I was so, like, constantly paranoid about every little thing. But I was perfect. I lost, perfect. like, I lost, like, 30 pounds yeah. because my anxiety was so through the roof. Yeah. I couldn't eat. My stomach was in knots. Um, I would stay late to make sure I had every tiny thing charted. I would get up extra early to make sure that I wouldn't be even a minute late. Um, I wouldn't even stay one second past my 30-minute lunch if I got a lunch. I, I did everything that I could in my power, and they couldn't find one thing wrong with me, and I made it through that year. But um, I think that this is where that whole... Um, cancel culture which we're going to talk about on another podcast but she was able to rally the majority of the nurses and I nobody wanted to talk to me um no uh, other than now, those how couple much nurses. of it was like how much was okay you cheated on your husband versus you are seeing one of our docs it was both because was there jealousy oh there was um I actually multiple yeah. times was called into our the micromanager I had into her office for complaints of nurses of things that never happened um one nurse evidently went in and told her that I was licking my one well, my now husband's fingers at the nurse's station now he's an OBGYN okay could could I wouldn't lick his fingers with a for nothing in even in that that I was licking his fingers at the nurse's station okay um, I, that is so ridiculous. Like, you, they couldn't even come up with something that seems plausible. I, I, I was like, no, that never happened. I said, tell me who said that. Oh, no, they want to remain anonymous. Um, this would be weekly I was called in. One time I was told that they saw me making out with him in the bedroom. And I said, nope, that didn't happen. Um, I, again, I said, who said it? So I can talk to them about it. I said, Let me, at this they point, we were yeah. dating exclusively and we were together, you know, a lot of the time. I said, if I wanted yeah. to make out with him, I have plenty of opportunity, okay? I don't need to be uh, kissing him in the med room. I, I know better than that. I knew right. people were looking for anything. Um, so I... Well, okay, but was there a policy where you can't date your coworkers? No. Because a lot of organizations have No, there was not. So our wow. particular... Um, hospital that I was at there was no such policy in place okay. so um you're lucky I think there was something about um your your direct superior so meaning like let's say yeah. the manager had been a, a male or I mean I guess I could have been a lesbian relationship but like if it was your direct superior yeah. but he he is a physician he's not a boss of me so that um did not fall into that that yeah. category but it got so bad that one day I was called into the office again about somebody saying they saw um, me and my husband doing something inappropriate. And I looked at my manager and I said, until you have some concrete proof to show me, until you either sit another employee down next to me or you have a video of something that you're saying that I'm doing, I don't want you to call me into this office one more time because this is becoming Good harassment. I said, this is harassment. Um, I'm not getting written up for these things because nothing is, you. I didn't do the things. They're false accusations. People are either 
making it up because they want me to be fired or they're jealous and coming up with things and I I don't know. It was the craziest thing, Eric. I can't even tell you. You know, when I was going through something similar and um, I was the perfect nurse because I knew they were looking for any reason, my manager would call me into her office every week, sometimes two, three times a week. But here's what she did to really just get me is I swear to God, she would wait until she knew I was sitting at the nurse's station, like charting. You know, I don't know if she would come out and look, whatever. And then she would be in her office and would call the unit secretary and say, I need Erica to come to my office. So then the secretary would say out loud, Erica, so-and-so wants you in her office now. Well, it's never for a good reason, right? You're never getting called to the manager's office because like... You're amazing, right? So I was constantly being humiliated in mm. front of all of my coworkers. You know, they're all looking at me like, what the hell are you doing that you are getting called in every damn day? That was you know, me. and then that I would me. come out. Yeah, and I would be like probably red because I would me. be so angry yep. because it would be just another, just completely fabricated. Yep. You know, so and so, a parent of a patient complained about you. Who? Who? Right. Oh, yeah. we can't tell you. What room, oh, I love that. What yeah. What, I what, love that. what was, you know, the issue? Well, okay, how am I supposed to defend myself if you're telling me literally nothing, you know, and then making up this whole you give terrible customer service narrative, you know? But it was like constantly, and she would do it strategically for maximum embarrassment so that in front of everybody, I was being called to the manager's office. It was terrible, like really awful. Uh, I, I, I totally, I, I, I totally understand that. I went, uh, it was, it was the same thing. It was nonstop. But after that day that I said to her, I said, I want to tell you something. There's cameras in our med room. Am I not correct? Cause there are, I said, yeah, until find that video, find that video of me making out with him in the med room and yeah. fire me, fire me on the spot. I said, but until you can provide something. I don't want to be called in here one more time. She never called me into the office again about that. Wow. No. Good for you. Because there because there was nothing to say. I wasn't dumb enough to do something like that at work. I mean, I knew somebody was looking for anything. I mean, I there there was nothing that they were going to pin me on. It was the, yeah. it was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but what I what I I do want to say to people is that you know, I wasn't looking for pe- somebody to feel sorry for me or for people to, um, oh, her mom's dying or she's going through a divorce or, or, or even, hey, you don't agree with the way I did things. Some, you know, maybe in hindsight, sure, I shouldn't have uh, kissed a doctor and then realized I needed to divorce my husband. Sure, I'm a human being. I make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But everybody is human. And you want to know something? Several of those nurses that said to me that they couldn't believe that I had stooped to that level years later, ended up having affairs on their husband and are now married to different men. So I'm just saying, um, until, until you know, and I, I don't always like to say that until you walk somebody's shoes, but I'm saying don't think that you could never be in a scenario that, uh, that you or you could possibly end up in that in that position. You just don't know, and you don't know what's going on in somebody's marriage. You don't know what's going on in somebody's life. Um, and and you yeah, don't pick we, who we you fall in ex- love with. You know. No, and and I it was like I, 
at the same time, I was starting this great love story with my husband. I had nobody to share that with because yeah, your I had best lost friend my best friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even, even, even my sisters were judgmental and mm. did not support me either because, um, in hindsight, uh, their tune has changed years later because um, they see that some it siblings all worked have gone out. through si- similar situations. Um, just like those employees did, you know, um, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, I was so mean about that." He, <laughs> it's like, but I would never cast judgment on somebody like that. Like, I like somebody for the person that they are, the friend that they are to me, yeah. not the choices that they make in their personal yeah. life. If I'm a friend, I'm a friend because um, I like you, and and we we. That's what a friendship is about, is about supporting yeah. somebody. Even if they make a mistake, um, you're there to be their friend. Well, and, you and can don't give them judge me on say, what you're hearing you about it. me. Judge me on how I've treated you. Have you ever right. known me to do that? Do you know this firsthand? No. Well, then why are you assuming that that is true? Yeah. And, and, the, and the other part of it is where a lot of nurses are a lot of women. Um, we can be catty. We're talky, gossipy. Yeah. Sure. Um, jealous uh, women can be jealous um, and I had all of those things I and I had a ringleader that was making people's assignments that was in charge of the schedule so the more that they supported her right the better it was like for them think of that it work. the more that absolutely why do you think they would want to support me and be seen as the devil yeah. people no they were all I'm it was sure a there was jealousy and for a disaster. You know, there's kind of that whole like stereotype that uh, for nurses, you know, if you can just find a good doctor to marry, right? Like the nurse and the doctor, you know, that's it's kind of like the goal, right? Sometimes, and so for you to get that, I'm sure that they were jealous. Some of them, of course, but because remember, I said. Everybody thought he was attractive. Everybody, he was like the one handsome doctor on the, and he was, he was single, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it, it, it was, yeah, of course. And maybe it was people, I, I, I don't know what motivated all of my coworkers to turn on me other than thinking, you know, because the, my ex-best friend, the ringleader, um, it was all about, I'm going to support the one that's in charge of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I I can't explain it any other way. But, um, you know, and I, when you and I talked about this podcast to do it, um, I am sure that there will be some people that will say I was wrong. I'm sure. I, I, I know that. I, I knew, I knew going into telling this story. The keyboard warriors out there I, always want to find something to I know that. There's going to be people that um, are going to say, you were married, you should not have flirted, you should not have kissed another man um and that's okay that's fine you're entitled to your opinion um but I will say that we are all human beings um and we all uh need to be validated we all need to be loved and we all need to be happy Mm -hmm. um so if you're not happy in your life and you choose to stay in that um that's that's fine um but you can't judge somebody who um needs to make change and I was at a, like I said, a crossroads, and I knew it was, and I saw how quickly my mother's life was taken from her, and I was like, it's, this is my life now, and if I don't do something, um, 
And it wasn't an easy road. I mean, it's not like I started dating my now husband and like he paid for him. He was fresh out of med school. Right. He didn't have money. He had debt. I had to, I, it wasn't, he wasn't fun. I had to move into my own rental home, um, pay for all of my things by myself. Like yeah. I You went from took two on a lot of, to um, one income. Yeah, it was, it was rough. It was, I'm surprised that I didn't end up in the cuckoo bin, to be honest with you. Um, but I will say that it was the best decision I, I ever made. Me and my ex-husband are the best of friends. Um, and which is how we always were. And um, we raised two beautiful children together. Um, and it, in, even if somebody feels like at the moment that something might be the worst case scenario, um, because sometimes it does feel that way, um, just think that down the road, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you gotta take care of you. Because that's, that would be my one message to anybody. You only have one life that you're gonna live. And um, you gotta you gotta look out look out for you look out for your kids look out for your happiness, um, yeah. but yeah that's my that's my dating story. You're scandalous, um, it could be a soap Nurse opera. Jessica. I mean, it, the scandal, very scandal, very scandalous. Um, I love at, it. On another uh, podcast, we'll have to, we'll have to talk about uh, my lack of a uterus and. Uh, uh, how that all played into my yeah, because uh, you are happily married and you have a couple of kids now, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, without and a I, uterus. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that all ties into uh, earlier. I messaged that me and my now husband had a breakup for a while. Yeah, um, that played it. That played into it because he didn't have kids yet. And he wanted um, kids, tough... and you were like, "I'm done," right? I, I well, actually, I had had an ablation. So I couldn't get pregnant, but then I ended up with a hysterectomy. Uh, it's a whole nother story, okay. but um, it's another a it's episode. a it's a love fairy tale, if you will, um, that I think that we'll share on another podcast. Well, thank you for sharing so that. So I think us. this. Yes, um, please don't be too mean to me, people. I'm a human being, um, and I was very vulnerable sharing this story with y'all, but um, it, it tied in with the dating, and I thought. Um, if I'm doing a podcast and I'm getting into things, I'm going to get into what real people deal with. Yeah. So um, I thought I'd, I'd share it. So um, Nurse Erica this week, this is our third tradition that we're going to be doing weekly. We're segueing yes. now into the, um, go ahead, Erica, tell them about it and tell them how we don't have a title for this. Okay, so we are temporarily calling this the Enema of the Week Award. But we want to open this up to all of you guys out there because we're not totally sold on that name. But uh, so we're taking suggestions. So please, yeah. Amy, Jessica uh, had said maybe the GI bleed of the okay, week. Okay, but what award. what is the enema of the week award? What what is it? Okay, so so let's let's tell you who who is the first winner of this, and that'll it's, give you an idea. It's a prize, okay? if you will. It's a prize. Yes, it, it it's a prize. It, it's it's a label. It's it's a little bit um, I don't know, catty. But whoever we decide uh, is deserving of <laughs> the award for the week, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, they're gonna get a uh, figurative award from us. And so this week, our first and wait. One I just want I want to say a, I don't know who. Wait, wait. I want to preface this with I don't know who this award is going to. 
So Erica's choosing one week, I'm choosing another week who gets this award. So having that said, we are gonna take turns in the process of uh, who is deserving of this enema. Or whatever it might be called in the future. Okay. Yeah, I can't, I can't so wait if, to hear about it. Let's hear it. If you've been following on Nurse Talk, then you're probably aware of lots of recent nursing strikes that we talked about on a previous podcast. And uh, there are, you know, of course, nurses that cross the picket line that work strike contracts. And this is nothing new. And we can talk about that on another episode. But there... There was one in particular that made a video on TikTok just really glorifying working a strike contract. And she's certainly not the only one, but her video in particular garnered some attention. I know uh, who this is, been, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it has been duetted numerous times um, because people are upset that she is glorifying crossing a picket line where nurses are literally fighting for their rights for the for for safety for patient safety for you know affordable benefits proper wages and that she's going in there and glorifying it as like oh look how wonderful this is i'm hopping on a plane and yeah and i'm doing my makeup and i'm going to work this exciting contract and make a lot of money she's glorifying what is to a lot of us um very very detrimental and certainly not worthy of being glorified and so our first enema of the week award or whatever it shall be named goes to that particular nurse creator i don't want to name her because i don't want her to get right, um, right. you know um bombarded with a ton of hate or anything but if you've been following along you know you know uh, i i have something to tell you erica <laughs> I happened to reach out to this creator without you knowing um, and message them about... Th this one? The Goku yes. Award? Yes, actually. You I didn't did tell, not. You I did not. Yes, I did. I didn't tell you this. Shut <laughs> because up. Because I wanted to see if there was a possibility of getting this individual on our podcast and I was going to surprise you. <laughs> It was it was gonna be like like a like a oh birthday God, can you a birthday gift. I was gonna surprise you, and I was gonna oh, come in and be. I honestly, I had it the whole idea planned. I was going oh to come God. in and, and navigate the podcast, and I was gonna get both sides because this is a heated debate. I was gonna have yeah. this the strike nurses or not strike nurses but scab whatever replacement you nurse yes scab people call them scab nurses replacement nurses nurses that come in yeah. and work when nurses are uh uh what the hell's the word outside on strike Pick, strike yeah i was picketing. about to say picketing yeah, yeah. Uh, but i'm like that's not the right word yeah when they're on strike so these are the nurses that are contracted to come to come in so i was going to have you tell your side and her tell her side on a podcast and i thought it would be a very educational um thing oh my god you were just gonna really like catch me so off guard that's rotten i i i <laughs> but you know what i think that it would have been uh i i actually i honestly if she had said yes which she did not she declined she did wait respond. so you talked to her yeah on messenger <laughs> oh my god I okay did. what did you say i said hey girl we want to bash you on a pot no 
I did not. I was I was honest. I said, listen, I have a podcast with Nurse Erica. I know you know who she is. I said, but I would <laughs> like to play devil's advocate. And if you'd be willing to, she would be there. And you would come on. And this would be both sides of the spectrum. And maybe to educate and um, hear what, where you're coming from versus where Erica's coming from. And it wasn't she like... respond? I, I, I phrased it. I'll ha- I would have to... T- I'll read it to you later privately but I was like it's not going to be about like me and Erica ganging up on you that's not it this is like I would be just hearing both sides and um she said she'd think about it but then she got back to me and uh and said that she was too busy so Uh but didn't it didn't happen (laughs) but um uh well you know what you are sneaky I know, I know. You are sneaky. I know, but yeah, so that's our first. It's like Jerry Springer. Come on down. (laughs) And if if anybody that doesn't realize, like, why I think Erica's giving this award, and if you haven't seen, it's just because it's, like, glorifying it like, um, like a day in the life, like oh, this is so wonderful. Yeah, like, that's what it was, like a day in the that life that's of like a it, strike nurse. Yeah, yeah, that's why it rubbed people the wrong way. Was um, I mean, first of all, I I there's many many nurses that don't agree with being you know when when we're trying to support each other and support better staffing and you know better wages or or whatever you're striking for. Um, the fact that these replacement nurses come in and make it easier on the hospital because they do still like um it's seen as like working against what the profession is going towards change um so yeah. i i don't want to sit here and say like oh i i hate any nurse that does that i i that's that's not what i'm saying but it's like to make a video and like glorify it is just I don't know. It's kind of, it rubs a lot of people yeah, the like wrong it's way. One, it's one thing to do it, and then it's another thing to, like, glorify and put it out there publicly. And she has, like, you know, a decent-sized platform. So, like, it was reaching people. So that was, like, a whole other level of ick, you know? Well, well some people um, were like, tell me more about it. Where do I sign I know. up? And that's always what happens, unfortunately. Uh, and so, you know, with her, like, I didn't call her out publicly. I didn't do what... Her video or anything but I did comment on her original video and I made two comments and one was like I wouldn't be bragging about this and the other one was something to the effect of you know you're wrong this is actually harmful and here's why I don't remember exactly what I said but it was it was not insulting or anything and yet she replied to my video and made another or to my comment made another video saying that she is just being so bullied and I'm like hold up hold up (laughs) there is no way that what I said was bullying you please stop jumping to the bullying conclusion like it speaks for itself look at the comment you know if I wanted to call you out I could have right I didn't this was an educational moment you can either take it or leave it but in no way shape or form was I bullying you you know and so it kind of it kind of went from there and then a lot of other people just ended up finding the video and duetting it and some like even non-nurses that are you know union experts were just really upset about it I mean I think yeah she had to I mean if you post a video and your comments are on and this is a scandalous topic. Uh, she had to have known that there's going to be some people that are going to comment that they they, they don't like it. They, yeah. they don't 
And um, so I, she's more aware than she realizes. It's not bullying. Oh, yeah. It's just making a, a statement on something that yeah. Erica's very, very, very passionate about. And a lot of us are. I am. Um, I am. Yeah. That this is the one thing that does not sit well. One of the one things that does not sit well for Sarah. Like. It does not. No, no, uh uh-uh. But I mean, I can have the conversation, you know, and I I really, truly believe that, and we'll get, we can get into this on another And maybe she'll change her mind, but you could do that amicably, could you not, if she did decide? Oh, I could, I could, for sure, because I really believe that a lot of these nurses that do this are truly unaware of exactly what goes on behind the scenes with a nursing strike and with the labor movement and just how damaging it is. Well, like the vast majority it, they equate it to travel nursing. It's not the same thing. Yeah, it's it, not the it's same tra- thing. You're, you're, you may be traveling. And a lot of travel nurses are insulted when yeah. when they say that cuz they're like don't you dare, you know. But right. even just the fact that most hospitals have strike insurance, like the fact that they don't even know that tells you everything because that's one of their main excuses is I'm helping the strike because I'm costing the hospital so much money that they were going to have to end the strike soon and negotiate. No, that's bullshit. They have strike insurance. So they've paid their premium for the year, just like if you pay your car insurance and now they're using that insurance. It's not costing them anymore. They don't care. Who covers that? Like AAA? Who do you, who do you call? I don't know. I need. Some, I don't know. I need some strike insurance. I'd like Strikes a quote. Strikes are us. I'd like, it's like a I quote, don't know. please. <laughs> what do they ask you? Do you have metal detectors at your hospital? Do Do you have appropriate staffing? Um, like, I what? do know that they can they can get it for different lengths of time. So a lot of policies are not like open ended, where you can just go on strike forever. Some of them may only cover thirty days you know, two months, I don't know. It's so it's kind of like car insurance. Like you can get what you want for your policy. And then some of them include security because you do need added security for strikes and some don't, you know, so it's variable. They can kind of customize their own thing. But I do believe that a lot of the replacement nurses are just willfully uneducated on these things. And so I'm always open to have that conversation. Awesome. That's good to know. See, she's not she's not that horrible of a person, everybody. I don't care what y'all say about <laughs> Nurse Erica. I like <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's always my fault. Right? It is. It's all it's it went in doubt. It's Nurse Erica's fault. That's all, that's all I gotta say. Went in doubt. Yeah. So um like we said before, if you have an idea for the either um if you have an anonymous question, please um email us or if you have a suggestion for the name of this award. Um, better than the enema because we're not 100 percent on that totally sold. please yeah. let, let us know I, we, we like we said we thought of gi bleed i thought of the uh the fecal award um so we we have some some names that are um maybe c diff we could do the c diff i don't know <laughs> the MRSA <laughs> award of the week <laughs> yeah the explosive diarrhea i don't know um vomit the chunks, train wreck <laughs> admit i don't know we need something that like rolls off the tongue you know yeah yeah but let's wrap it up with cheers cheers everybody cheers